go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, huh? Yo. Um, you know, this weekend, uh, this, uh, the original episode uh, was supposed to be about, um, I got an ear infection uh, last week. It was pretty bad. It's pretty bad, and um, it was all. It was just so bad to the point where I had to go to the hospital, uh, get some antibiotics and some uh, Motrin, Motrin eight hundreds, and um, yeah, it was that bad, man. And then I found out that my blood pressure was high, and you know the doctor said it could, you know, some of it could have came from the fact. Um, from the pain, but no, I've been eating trash. I've been eating trash since uh, my auntie's car accident back in back in uh, October, and um, and uh, yeah, man, there's no excuse for how I've been, um, you know, what I've been doing uh, prior to that. You know, I was I was in pretty good shape. You know, I got I got one of those body frames that uh well not body frame, but my weight can go up and down pretty quickly. Like if I focus on my weight then I can um you know, I can lose weight pretty fast. I went on I did the whole what is that shit called? Keto diet for a month with my wife. I, it could have been longer than a month, but I think it was a month, and I dropped about 15 pounds. And plus, I was working out a lot. And then after the accident, you know, I kind of like, I tried to I tried to focus on like my mental, you know. And um, um, and that's what I was doing, or at least I thought I was doing, but I was actually... You know, messing up my physical body, my physical, the physical side while trying to, you know, you know, decrease my stress levels and shit like that. I mean, just regular stress shit, you know, being a family man, a black man, father, husband, living in this, you know, this cruel world, just trying to, you know, find it. And um and and then there was another accident, you know. Um and it was just, you know, just people close to me. Yeah, you know, it's just it really affects you, you know. And I, you know, I just let myself go a little bit, 
you know. I was just going to the gym, not even working out. I was just going straight to the jacuzzi and taking, I'm like, I'm sitting in the jacuzzi and sitting in the sauna and taking 30 minute showers and shit like that. And I realized how stressed I was because I'm just trying to get away from the shit, you know. Um, not saying that I wasn't addressing anything, but it's like, I think I'm at that stage in my life where I need to advance because I'm, I'm, I'm not doing so well stuck where I'm at, you know, and that's with work, you know, uh, with family, just trying to just figure that shit out, just trying to figure it out, you know, um, me and my wife been talking more, you know, like for the past couple of months, we just been talking more ever since we, ever since we started going to the jacuzzi, like almost every weekend, we just started talking more and more and more. But I stress over a lot that she may not know about, you know, every time I get on the freeway and drive to work or, or when I'm coming home, you know, I think about it. I I used to drive to my auntie's house and she stays in Compton and you know I used to leave early in the morning and then go to her house get some rest and then go to work um and that right there in itself was just dangerous because I mean I'm driving in Compton first of all and it's about four or five o'clock in the morning and um you know crossing those intersections at four or five o'clock in the morning it could be some street racing or it could just be whatever, you know. And I, that's one of my worst fears is getting hit in the middle of an intersection by a cat that's trying to run a, run a light or a drunk driver or some shit like that. Um, and that's, and that's basically what the episode was about, man. Just holding myself accountable. Um, Cause I I've been fucking up with this eating and shit and like that and on top of that I've been stressing you know and and I know how I got my ear infected I I really like I know it wasn't something that came out of nowhere it's something that um was actually caused by me and I know how I caused it you know I let my fingernails grow longer than usual I usually keep my fingernails short and um. And I I keep my ears clean, you know, I'm not, I'm pretty sure everybody does, but I usually keep my ears clean. I don't like my ears filled with earwax and all that other random debris shit, but for some reason, I don't know why, I don't know why, you know, I think me and my wife was having a convo and she was like, yeah, you know, we're not supposed to be, you know, technically we're not supposed to be putting nothing in our ear and, um... <clears throat> um, you know, and like, and I was reading up, and it was like, yeah, the earwax is natural. You know, the earwax is natural to have and to build up, and and for some reason, I just I don't know why I I bought into it. You know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, my ears started itching, and I started, you know, how we scratch and shit like that, and I actually scratched up the inside of my ear. And I did it right before I went to the gym. And I usually, like I said, if I don't go swimming, then I get into the jacuzzi. I get into the sauna. Um, and then I take a shower. And when I take a shower, I take a long ass 20, 30 minute shower. The water got in my, 
Water got in my ear and I must have, you know, the inside of my ear must have swollen up because of the damage that I did inside. And when I tell you about the amount of pain that I was in, that was probably the most pain I've ever been in um, because it felt like it pressed up against the side of my face. Like my face was going numb a little bit. Um, face was going numb a little bit and uh, it felt like it was just pressing up against my nerves and like my tooth was hurting um, and it felt like I had a sore throat but when I you know it, it wasn't a sore throat it was just it was just pain man it could have been my tonsils or some shit like that <sighs> um, so that's what I had been dealing with for the past I don't know what five days um, uh, my ear is still not clear. Um, the pain has went down a lot thanks to the antibiotics and the uh, Motrin. Uh, it seems to be healing. It just hasn't drained fully because it's still clogged up. Uh, but you know, the swelling has gone down. Uh, I can feel the race out of my face again. Um, and like I said, you know, uh, the pain has gone gone down a lot. Um, and this weekend was one of the, I thought it was going to be one of those. Uh, we had a lot, we had a planned weekend and it started off pretty rough because uh, my wife had, you know, the Jeep had got a flat tire um, that wasn't repairable. So that means we got to get a whole new tire, but for anybody that knows about tires and shit like that, getting one new tire doesn't really help. And plus, we've been having those tires since we had got the Jeep. So it was due for a new set of uh, wheels. Um, I mean, that's, that's a lot of money if you know anything about getting a whole new set of tires. That hit, you know, and then on top of the bills that we got to pay, um... And then we had planned on going to L.A. Sunday morning to um, to go to church. Rejected Stone, that's like one of my home churches, you know. I uh, really love that church. I, I ha- haven't been there in years, you know, because we moved to, <clears throat> we moved away from the city. Um we wanted to go back, wanted to go see some familiar faces and, you know, with the pastor, the first, you know, his wife and friends and, and things like that. Um, that was the plan. And plus, we was going out there as well for my son's interview. I mean, not interview, but an audition. He had an audition in L.A. in the afternoon. So it was just a no-brainer, just go to church. And then after church, you know, hang out a little bit and then take my son to audition, come back home eat dinner with the family, go to work. Um, None of that happened. Um, None of that happened. Not because of, not just because of the the flat tire, you know, um, but because we could have drove my car, the Prius, to L.A., which I was going to do. I was going to take him. But my son made an executive decision, and I'm proud of him. And I, I didn't. T- I, I haven't talked to him yet because of the current events that took place. But I meant to tell him 
I was just too emotional today. Um, but he turned down that audition because he said the the part that he was playing, the character that he was playing was in a dark space and was talking real negative. And uh, so I looked over the script and he was right. You know, it was about a woman, <clears throat> it was about a mother who was dying from cancer and didn't have that long to live. And she was trying to get her kids to have dinner, you know, one last dinner at the table all together. And, you know, that was going to be, I'm not sure if it was a TV show or TV show series or if it was a movie or a small movie, a short film or something like that. But her goal was to get her all her kids, her family at one table eating dinner, one last meal. And that was supposed to be basically the uh, the narrative of the whole film. Um, but one of the kids, uh, one of the characters was one of those loners that stay in his room and had dark thoughts and was thinking negative and, you know, on like some suicide type shit. And my son was like, yo, uh, this is too dark for me, you know? Um, and I, I applaud him for that. And when I, you know, when I see him, I'm going to tell him, like, I like the decision that you made. Um, because this is not what we promote. And even though it's a part of his craft, a part of his passion to to be able to turn into a character and show your skills, um, my son is, you know, he's young. <laughs> you know, he's he doesn't know how to shut that on and off. You know, nobody said my son was a superb actor to where he could just turn on and off his emotions and things like that. He made an executive decision, and that's that. I didn't even question it, you know? I, I didn't question it at all, and I totally understood it. Now, uh, at the same time, I was also dealing with some emotional shit. Everybody had got the nose, and I was just... I I didn't tell my wife, and this would probably be her first time hearing it, if I don't tell her in the morning. Um, I didn't want to take him to that audition after I heard what happened with Kobe. I didn't. Like, my energy was, my energy was drained. Um, everything just went out. Like, everything just left my body. I just wanted to go home. I just wanted to go home, be with my family. I really didn't want to turn on the TV. But at the same time, I had to keep myself busy. Um, same thing that happened with Nip. When when I got the news with Nip, I just had to stay busy. So this time around, I cleaned my car. Like I vacuumed. I mean, I vacuumed it. But I cleaned out my car from the inside, and then I washed it on the outside. I started to wash clothes. I had to stay busy. I even turned on the podcast. Shout out to DNR Red, because he was the only updated podcast that was available at the moment. Um, so I listened to his show. Um, and I cried. I cried all day. I did. I cried all the way up until I got to work. Because um, Jarv had called me. Shout out to Jarv, gray area. He called me. At the, towards the end of the day, and we chopped it up for about 10 minutes, and I cried again. Um, you know, man, 
Like they tell you not to get attached to your idols, you know, to celebrities, to athletes, because I mean, that's what they just tell you. You know, don't worship. Don't worship people that don't know you. Don't worship, you know, celebrities and shit like that. And, you know, that's easy to say. I feel like people that do think that way, some people is like running from pain. And I can understand why, because it's like this news that was reported. Um, I was talk. I was actually talking. Uh, shout out to Jackie. I was talking to Jackie because uh, we were discussing some things uh, for Smoke Free Weekend, just going over some details. And her phone phone call dropped. And um, so I waited for her to call back. In between that time, um, that's when the group chat went off. And I saw the picture. I saw the uh, headline. I'm like, what? You know, I'm thinking it's like a hoax or something like that. Um, then I started getting phone calls. Uh, actually, Jackie called back, and she didn't know about it until I had brought it up. And, and I was like, yo, I just got to call you back. I started, uh, I started to choke up a little bit. Even without the confirmation, I just started to choke up because... Again, just like the nip news, like like we started to see shit started to unfold. You know, at first it was like, it, you know, TMZ just throwing shit out there. And then, you know, when I, w- I was hearing Fox and ABC and NBC report, I'm like, are they just copying TMZ? It's just one of those things where they just want to be able to say, like, yo, we was the first to report it, you know, and that's. I felt that a little bit. I felt felt like that was it a little bit. Um, and then, you know, I got the call. From, you know, I'm, I'm on my way to the gas station to go get some gas. And I get a call from the wife and she asked me, is it true? And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know. I didn't know at the time. You know? Um, but... You know, started to get a little bit more confirmation, and then I was just crying. I cried at the gas station, um, cried on the way home, got a text from the wife asking if I was okay, because it seemed like I was taking a little bit longer than usual, but I was just, you know, it was just a matter of just a lot of traffic at the gas station, you know. Um, got home, broke down. Broke down and really messed me up. It really did. It really did. I'm surprised I'm not crying now, but I cried all day today. I cried all day. I did. Every time, you know, I couldn't, um, you know, I had turned on the radio, ESPN 17 radio, and they wasn't reporting anything at the moment. I was just hearing, it was a lot of NFL talk. Um, So that's when I was like, yo, this." Because I knew once if it was confirmed, then it would just be breaking news everywhere. And sure enough, when it was confirmed, it was it was everywhere. I mean, it was I couldn't get away from it, and I tried to. I tried to run from it. I tried to. I tried to get as far away from the truth as I could, even the even 
knowing that I knew it was the truth, I still tried to get away from it by watching college basketball. I tried to get away from it from watching certain um, just different things on TV, you know. Um, prior to all that, prior to all the news, like me and a wife laid up in the bed today, um, you know, dealing with Bailey. Um, and I'll get to that in a minute, but, you know, we laid in the bed and we didn't really know what to watch. There were no, you know, games was coming on, but it, the games wasn't on at the moment, you know. Um, you know, we had just came off of the Sixers loss. So I knew we weren't going to be able to, I knew we weren't going to play until either Monday or Tuesday. And then when I looked at the schedule, I was like, oh yeah, we played the Clippers on, uh, Tuesday. So, um, I knew that we weren't going to get any local games. Although I knew, I did know the Clippers was playing, um, the Clippers was playing, but, you know, that's a, depending on who they playing, I'm, you know, it's what, it's whatever. I catch a Clipper game whenever. Um, anyhow, we, we sat up there. I turned on Netflix and we bumped into the hip hop, uh, evolution. And I've only watched a couple of episodes prior to that, but then, I was like, shit, we ain't got nothing else to watch. It started to get interesting. The wife like it. And if, it, you know, if you follow my podcast, you know that it, me and my wife do watch a lot of things together, but it's a lot of things that we don't watch together. So finding an actual series or an actual movie that we could both watch is, is priceless. You know, so the hip hop evolution, which I was somewhat surprised, even though I know she's a, you know, she she's a part of the hip hop culture. She just doesn't listen to as much or attach to it as much as I am or everybody else. So it was refreshing to um, to sit up there and watch that with her, and we, you know. We was watching the history, just the history of hip hop, and it was just refreshing, man. It felt good, felt real good. But fast forwarding into me coming back to the crib, um, I was sad, man. I was, I was just sad. You know, it wasn't nothing to talk about. I didn't post nothing. I didn't repost nothing. I, you know, I did check Twitter, but it was just pain, man. I saw Doc Rivers get up there and he was emotional. Tyson Chandler was emotional on the bench. He was emotional during the, you know, the, uh, the, the, uh, the beginning of the game, the very beginning of the game, you know, and then you seen different players and I never understood that. I don't understand that. Uh, one thing that stands out to me is when, Isaiah Thomas lost his uh lost his sister and it was like, come on man, let this let this man be. You see him on the bench, you know, before the game. Uh just, you know, he found out before one of the games had started, and Avery Bradley was just comforting him. And it's just cameras all around and filming it, and it just didn't it was just not a good look. You know, like nowadays people can't die in peace. You know what I mean? Like, families can't get that type of respect. It's ugly. And um, I was sad. I was sad because there's no need to go down, you know, what he meant to 
the game or anything like that. Everybody knows it's well-spoken, it's well-written. But the fact that, you know, I'm 37 years old and 20, 20 years of that was spent watching his career. You know, um, and his daughter. Uh, I've seen Kobe in person um, a few times, three times I, I remember for sure because it just stands out. So I remember the first time I met Kobe, uh, he was opening up a new gym at uh, in the hood on the east side. I was young, man. Somewhere in my early 20s, I want to say. Had to be. My early to mid-20s, I met Kobe. Um, still right next to him. Still right next to him. I remember what he had on the suit with some Timberland boots. Some blue Timberland boots, I remember. Uh, then after that, I remember we went to, uh, me and my father-in-law, he took me to a Laker game uh, when they played against the Bulls. Him against D-Rose. Um, of course, everybody remember. I remember racing home, not racing home, but racing back to my client's house because we was out in the streets doing errands, but I had to get hurt. I was trying my best to get back in time. Not that I was going to miss the game, but I didn't want to miss any of it. Um, you know, his last game against Utah, the 60 point game. Um, and then the the last time I seen him in person was what last year? Last year, um, he was coaching his daughter's team at the mat, and they shut off. They didn't shut off the gym, like half of the gym or whatever. You was able to go over there and watch the game. You just wasn't able to go in that space. But um, I don't know, man. I told Job I don't know. Um, I didn't answer a lot of phone calls. Shout out to LJ. LJ called me and I just texted him like, I can't do it right now. Cause at, at that time I was at the height of my emotions, you know, um, it just felt like we lost Nip all over again. That's what it felt like. And, um, and let me tell you why, I'm going to tell you why this shit hit hard. I'm going to tell you why, man. I I gave y'all the reason why I got emotional about Nip. Um, that shit hit home because that was a hometowner. That was somebody we seen grow from the streets of L.A. But this hit hard because many different reasons. Not just because we watched him grow as a basketball player. Like, watching him grow and watching LeBron grow, I... I've watched LeBron grow, but watching him grow was different because I actually watched LeBron grow since high school. I didn't know about Kobe in high school. Like, we wasn't getting any type. He is who he is and how special he is because of how he came about. Like, who is this kid talking about entering the draft as a high school? Like, we didn't, I didn't, we didn't get none of his games or anything like that. But, I'll tell you why I hate different is because I got a daughter, you know, and me and Bailey today, 
like we just we got into it. You know, I know you're saying like, well, you know, she's four years old, baby. Like, how could you? You know how it is. You know, Bailey just, you know, they just be acting up. You know, it's just one of those days where it just don't seem like nothing is going right. And then they just acted up and shit like that. And just a lot of yelling. And I got to apologize to my sweetie. I do because some of that was just, some of that was just, I was upset. I was upset that I was hurt. And that just came out wrong. Um, my wife did an excellent job at letting me, just letting me be, but being there when I needed her to be there. She knew how important it was. And apparently everybody that called me uh, and everybody that hit me up knew how, like, hey, man, for the for the people out there that could separate themselves from inspiration like that, then that's cool. You know, I understand where you're coming from. Like don't you don't want to invest in in these celebrities and things like that. And and you and you have your reasons, but I did, man. You know? I had my jokes about Kobe, but I defended Kobe like crazy. And everybody knows it. But it's not about that. It's the fact that, you know, when you lose a legend like that I didn't need to see the video. That's one thing I did need to do, but I can't take that back. Um, that's just pain, man. One thing I do want to bring up, though, is that um, I tell my wife every now and then, like, when we get into it, you know, we can still be in our stubborn ways to where, <clears throat> you know, Somebody starts a fight and neither one of us wants to apologize and things like that. But for the most part, you know, when she gets upset, she has her reasons for being upset. Sometimes I just go ahead and I squash it because I told her, I was like, you never know. We get into a, a small little fight and I hop on that freeway. What if I don't come back? You know, like, it's not worth it. I, I think Doc said it best. Doc Rivers said it best. He was like, man, some shit just don't make no sense. And Jay Will, shout out to Jay Will, he cussed on live TV, and it really didn't matter. He said, just let that shit go. The number one thing that he, the first thing that he said is, like, whoever you got beef with, family, friends, or whatever, let that shit go. Because literally, like, People don't think shit like this will happen to them. And I was one of those people when I was young. I used to think that way. Like, I used to hear about all these tragedies and shit like that. And I'm like, yo, I'm, I don't understand anything about this. Nobody close to me has gone through this. And little did I know, like, if you fast forward to 2020, I would lose my mom. I would lose my father. I would lose my grandfather. I would lose my basketball coach. I would lose Nip. I would lose Kobe Bryant. I would almost lose my auntie. I would lose my little cousin. I lost a lot of people, man, and I almost lost. I lost more people. 
I, I just finished talking to Paco. You know, I haven't talked to Penrose yet, but it's like, yo, man, whatever you got going on. And I'm not saying I'm. It's not it's not none of his personal business. I'm just saying in general, like if you got shit going on, just let that shit go. With it, that was it with anybody. Yo, I did a I did an episode called Accountability, and you know I got into a little Twitter scuffle with with Akeem from Raw and Uncut. Nothing really personal, you know. Dev had his differences in his words, and rightfully so because. At the time, it was some shit that was foul. But, you know, I, I call myself standing up for the podcast community, standing up for the women that was offended or whatever. And I didn't attack his character. But at the same time, I ain't got no, nothing personal to where it's got to get physical or anything like that. You know, I, I, if, I don't agree with a lot of people's characters. I think me. I think they will have some character flaws, but at the end of the day, my nigga, we still in the same world, and that hurt, man. That really hurt me. I didn't want to take. I did take some phone calls. You know, I talked to I talked to Jonathan Layman. I talked to a few people on the phone. I didn't talk, and but it was also the timeline of it. You know, when I. When I did talk to certain people, it was breaking news. Um, and then the only person I talked to after that was Jarv. And the only reason why I picked up the phone is because... I don't know. I just did. You know? I just did. I don't know. I just... I don't know. I don't, and I don't want to be the guy to say, "Well, like, man, this this tragic event is life changing." You know, for some people, it is. You know, because I don't know how. You know, after Nip passed away, it was different. After my mom passed away, it was after my dad passed away, it was different. You know, I changed a lot after all of those, because everything is just. Once those clouds clear out, my nigga, you just think a little bit different. Just think a little bit different. Like you really got family to take care of. Man. I don't know. I don't know, you know. All right. So at the end of the day, man, I just... I even thought about doing a, I'm not going to lie to you. I even thought about doing a corny episode of, and for 24, 24 minutes and eight seconds. I thought about doing that. But then I was like, nah, that's not authentic. I mean, that's, you, you know, you're showing your love and that's a different way to show your respect, um, or whatever the case may be. You know, showing appreciation. But I just let it go. I'm actually, I'm patting myself on the back, man. I didn't cry because I was, I was tore up, man. I was, I was seriously tore up. I'm still tore up. It doesn't make sense, you know. 
At one point, I got upset and, and yelled. I, I did. I just, to me, I don't understand how you could put somebody here on this earth with so much inspiration, so much charisma, and then take them away. But, I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of things that we'll never figure the answers out to, so. <sighs> I want, I just want everybody to, to really, um, take care of themselves, you know? That's what I gotta start doing. I gotta start working out a little bit more, a little bit harder. Start eating better. Just look at your family, man. I look at my daughter. I look at my son. I, you know, I still got two kids that I haven't seen since two thousand and nine. I didn't want. I didn't really want to release that until a certain episode. Um, just want you to look around at the people that you really care about, like seriously. And I get it, you know, a month from now, three months from now, four months, a year from now, you we might just be on some back to regular schedule type shit. But I don't think so, man. I think this might be, yo, let's just just try it, man. Just let that shit go. Just let it go, man. I'd be scared. Grown-ass man, I'd be scared because you cannot write out a perfect script in the middle of your life. And that's what I want. You know, some people think logic. I just be optimistic. And I just hope that I could. Man, come on, man. I go to a gym where majority of the people that's in that gym, or at least the majority of people that go to the spa area, they're at least in their 50s and up. And I just pray I can get to that point. I seriously do. I don't mind being old. You know, I know a lot of us is working out and eating better, trying to look young and stay young. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm trying to hit that 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 mark. I really, I really do. And I hope that my family and friends can can reach that as well. Kobe was only four years older than me. I love y'all, man. I do. A lot of y'all I don't know. That's a lot of y'all I do know but don't know personally. And from the ones that I do know personally, from the ones that I grew up with, family, friends, I just love y'all, man. And I just hope y'all just can return that same love, not just to me, but to other people. Other people that you care about, other people that you're emotionally attached to. Be honest is probably gonna kill me for recording this episode like this because of sound quality, but I don't know. I'd rather put it out while I feel the still feel the emotions than to sit on it and wait 
Um, besides, Tuesday is going to be emotional enough. Uh, the fact that we play against the Clippers, um, whether it was a away game or not, like we play in the same building, so you already know what that is. Um, it's going to be emotional Tuesday. And then we have more emotional moments coming up after that all-star game. And, of course, you know, his service, their service. Let's not forget his daughter. God damn it. As a father, you just, that just, you know, seen on Twitter or something like that. Someone was like, you know, knowing that, you know, as a father, you are, you're there to protect your family and knowing that in those last moments, you're not able to protect the ones that you love. You know, so rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace to his daughter. Send my condolences to his family and to his other daughters. Uh, the basketball world lost one. The human race lost one. And we lost one. Shout out to Nip. You know, 